Dude. Dude, what? Oh, man, I'm giddy. I'm giddy like a little schoolgirl. It's automating sales and service with the Turk gold medal legend, Tolga Demiral from Agency Zoom. Dude, let's do it. We've got to. Welcome to the Insurance Dudes, a podcast for insurance agency owners helping us to think of different ways to optimize our business and our lives. Oh, he is. He said he wasn't going to be on video. I know, man. What's that? Tolga! <laughs> I feel like I have to do that when I, when I join this. But yeah, yeah, I was able to, uh, I was running around doing some shit, so I was able to get home. So I'm, I'm, uh, I was able to get home. That's awesome, nice. man. Yeah. Cool. Not, not as, uh, cool as, as, uh, J Money Man's background, but. <laughs> I can't even. Dude, you're rocking your Arizona. I should have worn my butt. I, I think I should go. Ch- I should go to my closet and change, right? <laughs> Get my Buckeyes on. If you want to, you can. <laughs> um, is this your house? This is my bedroom, actually. Yeah, it's like oh, I'm, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, uh, it's just fun. Sick. It's like super. Uh, I'm like major OCD, ADD, any three acronym, but in the OCD <laughs> thing, I'm like a super duper minimalist and like I need stuff so my house is really actually clean not a lot but I do love plants and so do you Craig so we do have that in common yeah plants are cool yeah man yeah man I like plants oh I love I love I want to join the club do you have I don't but maybe we'll add one to the wall I think you can I do get a nice vine or or like a pothos would be great up there I think I think that would be yes you can yeah. get that wood and have like the, gr- oh, the yeah. green stuff growing off it. And then oh. I can have like action figures climbing up it. Oh, <laughs> that actually, that would be pretty funny. I was never into plants at all. Like I was very like, cause I hated stuff. So I was uh, anti-plants because I was like, oh, it's just more stuff. But now I'm like <laughs> super into it. I love it. I love, uh, I don't know, I'm kind of corny. I love taking care of it. <laughs> <laughs> living stuff is cool yeah, yeah especially my house is very gray and industrial so it really adds a good touch to it as well is it like in a industrial park or something like you have condo downtown like uh oh, cool. columbus the greatest city in america as i like to say to people <laughs> hmm. <laughs> the only thing we don't have is you know mountains water any of that cool stuff that you guys have. all the good stuff air <laughs> <laughs> we do have a lot of uh we do have a lot of super dirty tech people though which makes it really fun so like <laughs> seattle without the water and the mountains and but but with the rain interesting fact i think columbus is the fourth grayest city in america fourth or fifth so oh so no mountains no ocean and no sun yeah, and still the greatest city in America, believe it or not. So How are you so trial? pumped? Oh, I'm always pumped. Uh, uh, dude, I've had 14 coffees today, so that kind of helps. I'm <laughs> 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 well, just uh, high energy. Today, we actually have a blue sky, man. It's been, it's been awesome today, and I got a lot accomplished. That's why I'm able to be on video today uh, for you guys. So, yeah. Nice. Well, for anybody listening to this, this is number two. The yeah, first one yeah. got jacked up <laughs> so we were actually faking this stuff that we said previously as if it's our first time saying it <laughs> yeah. 
opening the present again. Yeah, I know. Oh, this is so great. Yeah. Ah, yay, I'm surprised. Now, I, I had a lot of fun. And when you when you text me that, I bet you guys were like, holy shit. Like, and when you text me, I was like, totally. I'm totally <laughs> look, at, look at Greg. Greg. <laughs> look at I was just, I was just like mortified. I'm like, oh, man. <laughs> So, this is, we, why? We, why Tolga? Why couldn't it have been right? Know, last time we were having those fun. other, any of the other guests. <laughs> no offense, other guests. <laughs> we were having problems with Jason's internet before, but I think the blame is on. Was it on Zoom webinar? Is that what happened? Kind of just. I I actually found out because I'm on a Mac. It was the. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the Chrome. Anytime I have Chrome on, I don't know. Maybe it's the VM, VMware Fusion that runs I got you. Windows. I've been having problems with Zoom lately, honestly. Like, not agency Zoom. That works great. No. <laughs> <laughs> I, had a, <laughs> I had a chat in, and uh, I, I, you know, they upgraded the software. So it's working out. But it's great. Yeah. So, dude, yeah. definitely, I'm excited to uh, be back on here. And uh, yeah. actually taking you up for those of you listening, you don't know this at the end of the last phone call, Jason asked if I would uh, be willing to show. So you don't even know this. So I was like, you know, we we're having that. And I'm sure we'll get into this with the NPS stuff, but I'd like to uh, show you guys the dashboard later in this conversation of what we signed off on and um, uh, yeah. what it's 90% sure going to look like when it's released to the public. So that's, Oh, that's awesome. That's out on here. Yeah. And I'm sure we'll get into the NPS stuff. Okay. Oh. And so for the listeners awesome. who are on iTunes or uh, Spotify or yeah, what else is there, Google something or other, then you can actually go over to YouTube and you can watch uh, all this stuff on YouTube. You can see us. Uh, obviously, Tolga is the best looking of everybody. And Dude, I got <laughs> that filter on, man. I got that. <laughs> Wait, Zoom needs yeah. to do that, like the uh, <laughs> you know Instagram filters. Have you been kicked off of YouTube yet? Are you still you're still on there? I hear YouTube's having like kicking a lot of people off. I don't know what's going on. Over there. We're we're like not even a speck in YouTube guys. So. <laughs> well, yeah, let's get you up there, man. <laughs> Most of it comes from like iTunes, yeah. but um, and then cool. for anybody that is just listening, we're actually going to do in sound make sounds that represent the dashboard for agency. <laughs> So if you understand what green sounds like, it'll be on there. There you go. Some whale noises. You know, I follow uh, my favorite podcast, believe it or not, is not, is not you guys, believe it or not. It's, what? It's Joe Rogan. And I believe it. Okay, well. Now I'm a part of that because sometimes on Joe Rogan's podcast, he's like, for those of you guys listening, and I'm like, who the heck is listening? Why isn't everybody just watching it? It's such yeah. a better experience when you watch it, but. I guess it makes sense. So now I've got to say I've been a part of that listening thing. You got to upgrade to the YouTube account. Like if you upgrade with your YouTube, it's like uh, 10 bucks a month and, uh, and you can close your phone and keep listening to videos. Oh, oh that's why mine does that now. Next level. I upgraded. Next I, I am yet to, I'm yet to hit that button and, and YouTube is like relentless in their marketing to get you to sign up. And uh, it will, Annoy you until you sign up. Yeah. It's I calling leads. They don't even, now they switched it, which actually we kind of just, I watched them and I'm like, oh, that's interesting the way they did that. 
they switched it and it used to say you could say no i don't want this now it's just skip like for now it, like you can't <laughs> say no i don't want this. You can just like skip it knowing that it's just gonna come back later <laughs> just relent. It's gonna at least they're back. honest i know yeah you're just like, skipping uh, it for now buddy you know you know who else <laughs> We're not even talking about insurance, but uh, know, right? but we are talking about marketing. You know who else is sure. doing this? Old Navy. I went to Old Navy <laughs> and bought a pair of golf pants, which they make actually the best golf pants for a good good price. Six bucks. I know that. And they won't leave me alone. I cannot get rid of them. They send me two emails every single day, and I'm just oh. like, when I talk to my team about our, you know, we've never really marketed, but when we get into that space. I'm like, here's exactly what we're not going to do, which yeah. is, the, I have no idea how they have probably playing million dollars worth a marketing team that they just bombard people with the worst emails ever. So you're getting two a day. Just, it's crazy. They won't leave crazy. alone. I have to file a harassment suit against them. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. But you will go back when you need golf pants. Oh man, I I, uh, I went there thinking they would have the exact same thing in shorts, and they did not. And I was uh, bummed out. Golf shorts are nice. Oh, dude, they're but they're. I so wear those nice. all day long. I'm, I'm really cheap, and like old Navy, you can get a pair for twenty dollars, but they're always fifty percent off. So they're like, dude, yeah, man, ten bucks. Yeah. Now, I've only bought one pair of pants from Old Navy, but they were great. They were great. I, I will say <laughs> they did their job. They should so, get they, – if they're going to be doing go- – I know we're still – I should be moving on. Yeah, but if, they're, if you buy golf pants, what they should give you is like golf tips, golf, other stuff in those emails, not trying to harass you about buying Old Navy crap. Yeah, flip-flops, exactly. Yeah. Be helpful, right? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. All right, should right, so we do the insurance stuff? No, we, we don't want to do any insurance stuff. Nobody <laughs> wants that. We I mean we know our audience. They don't want to hear about that if crap. You do nice out <laughs> You guys should fly over here. It's so nice. It's like Scottsdale, man. It's so nice. We could do an on location nice. at some point. Yeah, you could Skyline Chili, something that's big in Columbus. No, not Columbus is that's no. the enemy. No, like Cincinnati. The enemy. I think I've seen one ever in Columbus, Ohio. Yeah, but you can get it in the can. Skyline Chili? I never. No, I don't know. Uh, I don't go to grocery. People from Cincinnati, yeah. they always. Oh, they I think- always bring back cans of Skyline Chili, which, oh, I- uh, by the way, they owe us for that. Club. I've, never- <laughs> I've never. I've never been to Skyline in my life. Oh, okay. Well, so but but you have been through a lot of phases of business. Yes. Look at that segue. So why don't we talk about how, you know, where you came from and, yeah. and how, how you got to where you are? Because it's okay. real interesting. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll tell my story of uh, Agency Zoom, I guess. And so I, I opened my first Allstate agency in October of 2011 and came out of the market for Columbus, Ohio, in the Ohio market, pretty hot compared to my peers. Um, and uh, every month, we kept doing better and better, and that, that made me really, really happy. And then about a year and a half in, our sales results started to plateau out. And so I looked at my team and said, guys, what's going on? Why, why is our sales results plateauing out? Because we're role-playing every single day. We're doing phone labs. You guys sound phenomenal. Why aren't our sales uh, reflecting that? And they looked at me and they said, dude, 
you ain't that smart, but we'll make it simple for you. We didn't have any customers, and now we have customers. They call us, they email us. We have to do stuff for those customers to keep them happy so that we keep you happy. So therefore, we don't have as much time to sell. And so my thought is, well, wait a second. We are a sales organization first and foremost. We got to figure this out. So what I did was essentially I got everybody a yellow notepad and gave it to them and said, guys, every time you do something that is not sales related, I want you to write it down on this piece of paper or this notepad. And they would do that. And then sooner or later, they would, they would do something that was already on the notepad. So they put a tally mark next to it and tally marks here and there and tally marks here and there. And then about two to three weeks after I gave them their notepads, I collected all those notepads. You know, I, I think I had four or five people at that time and I collected them. It was very easy to see the top three things that stuck out that were taking or occupying or wasting my salespeople's time essentially is what it was. And of course we were in that hybrid position that a lot of newer agents are when they first start. And so what I did was we developed a process to deal with those. And to be quite frank, all of those three things had to do with a crappy onboarding process. We were great in the sales. We just had a really poor onboarding process. And that having the poor onboarding process resulted in people calling in, about drive-wise, people calling in about e-bill or, or, or just stupid phone calls that, that they had to answer in emails that would not only take their time, but it killed momentum. So I developed a process and it was essentially a, a, a sequence of events. On after you sell a policy on day one, this is exactly what you're gonna do. On day two, day 10, day 14, 30 days before the renewal, etc. So that process essentially lasted from the day it was sold up until the first renewal. And we implemented that process. It was literally a check sheet, a Word document. And our sales results reflected that. They started going up again and going up and going and going up again. Well, I used to be a nerd programmer back in the day. I'm not, no longer anymore. I do no programming for Agency Zoom. Thank God to all, I'm sure all the uh, users are saying, but I used to have a little skills and I used some of that nerd magic to create an Excel sheet with BD script in it so that this process would go faster for my team. And then we implemented that. And guess what happened? Our sales results went up even further and further. And we got to the two, three, 400 item mark. And at the time, that was a big deal. I don't think it is. I think it's still okay, but not a big deal anymore. It's a big deal. But, but what, what started happening was, Agents started contacting me or, or just when we were at events, people were asking me questions. And what I realized was whether you were new, newer like me, or whether you had been in the game for 20 plus years, the challenges were the exact same. So that was kind of my aha moment to monetize my onboarding process and turn it, and that's what turned into Agency Zoom. So when... Agency Zoom was first released, which our alpha version was about. Could I time out you yeah. real quick? Because yeah. I think that it's important and, it, and it's helpful for Agency Zoom too. Okay. Um, what were the specific things to, to get in the weeds and get a little okay. tactical? Okay. Like what were those things? Because I would guess that a lot of agents who don't yeah. have Agency Zoom are experiencing that. Okay. Don't quote me on this. I, ha I actually have the document and the checklist, which I'll be happy to give to you guys. It's in my Google Drive. And we recently, like I just stumbled across it and I we were in this meeting with my co-founders. I'm like, holy shit, this is where we started. 
was this Word document, literally. Cool. So don't don't quote me on this exact things because uh-huh. this was a, a, a some time ago. But for sure, DriveWise was in there, a hundred percent. And and also don't quote me on this, but I think the whole DriveWise experience is a little bit different now. Back then, it was like this dongle device, and it was just like. I don't know if oh, it's the so- plug-in thing. Yeah. It was just a pain in the ass. And the, the actual adoption rate by the customers, the intent was there by the customers, but their adoption rate was not there. Does that make sense? And the way the discount was applied was different. So um, there was an issue with that for sure. Um, what were the other ones? Um, I, 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 I forget, I forget you know, what they Maybe were. Maybe e-bill sign up or stuff like that. I guess. Yeah, oh, no, e-bill for sure, because I don't know if they have to do that now, but back then they had to actually go onto the website and click some yep. button. And like, we weren't allowed to do that for them, of course. So that was a pain in the ass. Um, and it's yeah. it, yeah, it, like, it doesn't I'll, matter I'll, what it is. Like that I'll one phone it. call. Yeah. I'll find like, the documents. And send it to you. But really, what it, it was short up by sending them this welcome kit on day one, um, and then the um, the welcome call. The welcome call made such a big deal. So even when I do my demos with Agency Zoom, I, I even tell people on those demos like, if you don't sign up for this, do do a stinking welcome call. It is such a big deal. Like a day seven, day ten welcome call, especially if you are specialized, because that handoff, so you know your your, uh, your sales team is the quarterbacks, is the way I look at things, and they hand that ball off to the running backs or or or, or the or the wide receivers or however you're going to look at it. Man, there's there's always going to be a little fumble in there. Nothing is perfect, and so that welcome call always helps shore up those things, and it really helps hand complete that handoff process to the service team. When you're a hybrid and you're servicing the clients you sold. It, you know, I always recommend in that situation that you still have an onboarding specialist that their sole job is to make sure everything's buttoned up tight. All, all those things are done. So the, so the welcome call really helped with that. But yeah, so Agency Zoom, we just started as a onboarding process only. And, and the funny thing about this, and we talked about this previously, but the funny thing about this is for all state customers, it doesn't exist anymore. So w- what we started with, which was only an onboarding process, is not even in the agency Zoom that exists today. So such a unique story, actually. I, I think it's unique. I think it's quite interesting. And, and it kind of speaks to the mentality that we adapted, adopted, I should say, when we um, started agency Zoom was, look, for some weird reason, all, all the stars lined up and Tolga came out with a somewhat decent idea, right? That was also helped with the feedback from other agents. But we can't count on Tolga for much after this. So what we have to do is we have to count on the agency force and we have to listen to them and we have to have a pulse on what's needed because like we said, drive-wise change, everything changes. And we, we had a never say no mentality, which was if somebody – is using our product and they say this is so cool can you also do this the answer was always yes and um the good news back then was when we said yes we could implement things like this that like really really quick because the scale of the program now you know we still like to say yes but some things just take way longer to implement because the program is so so um evolved and, and it's an ecosystem so 
one little thing affects the other thing. And then of course, on top of that, we have our um, compliance requirements on the Allstate side, which we, we, we place a really high value on that. And uh, we're really proud to be a compliant vendor. We would never jeopardize that relationship or put an agent in a position uh, to where they would have to worry about anything like that as well. But, I, but with that being said, they're still super, you know, I'm really excited about the future direction of Agency Zoom and the things that we're going to come out with for Allstate and for the non-Allstate side. Uh, just some super, super cool things coming out. Cool. And now, now I'm out of the now I'm out of this the insurance agency game. I'm full time uh, in the software game. Uh, my nerd hat's back on. <laughs> but you're but you're in the trenches though. You're still learning every day from the agency side. Oh, it's so fun, man! And and that's why I love that you guys kind of like are um, at least for sure on the Allstate side. Kind of kickstarted the the whole podcast game. It helps me stay intact or in touch with, with what's going on because it changes. It changes so damn much. And now I'm really learning a lot about the whole IA side. You know, we work a lot. We work with a lot of farmers agents, actually, believe it or not. They do some really unique things. Uh, like, like for example, the one unique thing they do is they, their sales month is not the month. They have these things called folio months. So their end of the month might be the 21st. And that might be their month every single month, right? And that is so, so they need things. So each one of those channels, it has their, um, you know, unique things about them, but it's all, it's all very much the same. And the spirit is all very much the same. Insurance agents are just, they're just rock stars for the most part. I don't know what your experience is with people, but they're just, they're just great people. And they're people, people, they care about their clients and they're, they're, and they're not nerds and they're fun. And they're, and they're just, I don't know. I just, I, I love the industry. I, I think it's so fun to be in and I'm, I'm, uh, I'm excited about the future of it as well. And what we love, especially about agency zoom is just like to your point of where you started. It's like, you guys aren't, you guys are so far beyond that. And it's so cool watching you guys constantly implement new things things that help the agencies um, at a ridiculously rapid level, awesome. uh, which is awesome, man. Super. Yeah, thanks. And we, we take a definitely, uh, we hold ourselves to a high level of accountability for making sure that we're staying in touch with what you guys need, you know, your needs are to, to, to run your agency at the highest level possible, for sure. So we, we take a lot of pride on that, for sure. That's awesome. And where do you see the future? Um, we talked about a little bit before yeah. kind of how, what you did on the IE or on the, you know, independent side yeah. and then on the. So, so the, what, what's the, um, the future of agencies in general and, and how does agency zoom fit into that? So yes. uh, as we said previously, th there are two essentially products that we have branded the same way. We have agency zoom for all state users which has its pluses and its minuses, right? And then we have on the other side, which has its pluses and minuses as well. Let me talk to you about a plus and minus, the yin and yang. On the Allstate side, we can just drag and drop binding docs in there, no manual entry at all. On the other side, you got some manual entry unless you're using our lead manager up front, which is not that robust to be quite frank with you. But, but yeah, 
So um, it, it's got its pluses and minus. In both of those products, we have you know a, a, a vision of where we're going, and both of those are very very exciting. Ultimately, on the Allstate side, um, we will always be that extension of e agent. You know, it's um, you got e agent. You 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 have your lead manager as well. So we're gonna be the extension of e agent and bridge the gap between your lead manager. In e agent because um, it's a lot. It's a lot of manual work that somebody has to do in the agency, and we believe that damn near all that manual work can be automated away, so that those people can spend their time doing stuff they love, selling and wowing customers. I, I, that's what. That's why people work in the agency. That's why people love being a part of an agency. They like selling, and they like wowing customers. So. That's where we've kind of fit in in the vision and we're going to keep building on that. On the independent side, it's, it's mainly a extension of the AMS system because the whole lead manager thing is like, what I'm finding is most of them don't use one. So on the independent side, it's the spectrum of the, the makeup of an agency is so broad. You know, what I find is there's no, there's not a lot of middle ground. There's either you're really, really big or you're, or you're small. You know, there's, 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 there are those middle players that have like eight to nine employees and they're like at six to $7 million, but not a lot. I don't feel like there's as many in in the Allstate world where you got that like five to $7 million range. Um, you know, I find there's a lot more mom pops and, and, and smaller agencies, which is fantastic. I, I love that. They're definitely invested in the same thing that the Allstate agents are, which is that trust advisor model. So in that, they have those commonalities. And so with that being said, there, there's different needs and different things that we can do. For those smaller agencies on the independent side, they need more automation. Definitely. They don't have the resources that a team of 13 has to delegate stuff and do that. They can't afford to pay $300 just to get Google reviews every single month or $200 to get Google reviews. So that's something we're going to, well, we already are doing for them. But I mean, those are the things that, that we look to do and, and build up on. Those are things that we can't do on the Allstate side because we can't email the customers directly because of compliance uh, reasons. But there are other things that, that um, we can do within our boundaries on the Allstate side to streamline the process as well. So yeah, long-winded uh, way to answer that question. <laughs> no, it's great. But ultimately, I, I, I forgot about this. It, I'm going to keep that wind going. I got a little bit more wind. Do it. <laughs> Where we see ourselves is, is this, all right? We, we have a roadmap for both of those channels. And that roadmap has some checklists on it. And that checklist, to be quite frank, has been narrowed down because we have such a long list of things that agents have said they want in the system. And we're like, damn, we want it too. But to get to where we want to get to, we had to narrow that roadmap down. And we're working through that roadmap, okay? And those checklists on both of those channels. Ultimately, there's going to be a period. So right now you're seeing a lot of stuff. Our users are seeing a lot of stuff. And we're working through that. There's going to be like the eye of the storm period where not a lot's going to happen in agency Zoom. And that's going to exist for about a quarter or so where we're really allocating 
our development resources on this big release. So, and then this is something that, that unfortunately I can't talk too much about, but there will, we are, we are timing a big release in Q3, which between you and I means Q4 probably, <laughs> you, know, you know how things go. Uh, but we're working towards a big release. And what that means for us is let's, let's kick out this really, really cool and big stuff actually. And then let's, let's have something pretty cool and unique uh, that I think is going to change the game. I really think we changed the game with how you track sales and not worry about the big number. Let's worry about today. Let's make sure everybody knows what they need to accomplish today. And let's celebrate everything along the way. Well, what if we could change the game in that same way in some other areas that would um, uh, try to be uh, ambiguous about that, but that, that's what I want to say. Yeah. No, I'm, we're going to we ask you to come back on. We definitely have after. a vision. Yeah. After the release of that, we want you back on and talk right. about that because we're, oh, I mean, Craig and I are excited. I want to be back on too. So uh, for sure. Definitely. Tolga, you... And you haven't really, you've just hit the, the tip of the iceberg on, on some of the functionality because, um, you know, the, the, the commission tracking, the, the rah, 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 you know, hey, uh, so-and-so made a sale. I mean, dude, the, the, just that little simple email going out, yeah. it, it gets people going, you know, like especially the more competitive LSPs or reps, depending on who's listening, um, you know, that, that email, I mean, I love the emails cause I see things are happening, but then at the same time, you know, if one LSP sees it, they're like, wait a minute. Oh, so-and-so just got three grand. I got to turn it up. Right. And then they're on the dialer and they're making it happen. Right. Um, so, and I love that. And then, and then also something that we haven't even touched on is agency HR. Right. So, yeah, just, so we don't really, I mean, we don't market agency Zoom that much. We just, we've never sent out an email marketing campaign. We have boosted a couple ads here and there, but it's all word of mouth and conventions. It's been great. Agency HR is kind of like an auxiliary product that our agency Zoom users get. And that's, and it came out of a need. And, um, and you know, it just, it really started with our compensation dashboard where we had this time sheet where people would type in their numbers and we're like, dude, this sucks. Like I'm like, we, our dev team developed it. I'm like, okay, let's do it. People started using it. I'm like, really? And I'm like, this, we can do better. And again, my OCD kicks in and I'm like, this is just not good enough, you know? And uh, I get in a lot of arguments with my founders about that. Like <laughs> little things bother me so much. So I'm like, let's build a time clock. And then we started talking to agents and really understanding the problem there. And what we realized was really, it's so simple. It's, you got a management system for your customers where you keep notes on every little thing that happens, but you got nothing for your employees. And the reality is, is every insurance agency is a small business. You're, you're a small business owner. And a little lawsuit, which is what these things are, are a big deal to a small business. And so why not essentially kind of replicate what happens in the management system for your employees and do it at a really affordable rate, $3 a user. You know, there are some systems that cost a lot of money. So let's do it at an affordable rate. And, and let's, let's make sure we do it specifically for insurance agencies with the understanding of how insurance agencies work. The fact that you work in an agency and you become really close. It, it, 
I see so many agents that get held hostage to their employees for two reasons. Number one, they're not recruiting all the time. And uh, or, uh, staying on that point, when they do recruit, it's so hard to find a quality person and you remember that. And so when you're thinking about, oh man, this guy sucks, but like, I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> you're held hostage there. The, the other reason they're held hostage is like, just the environment of an insurance agency. You're right next to that person. We have what, 1,500 square foot offices, 2,000 square, not big spaces. And so you're right next to that person. You're seeing them all the time. You're talking about, there's fraternization going on and that's not a bad thing, but it makes it difficult. It makes it really hard to be objective when you need to be objective. Yeah, it becomes a family. What if you, what if you could document things? What if you could get all that out of here and get that into an AMS system essentially. And, and then when the time comes and really do evaluations and use that data to evaluate that employee to where it makes sense for you. But when the employee looks at it, it makes sense to them as well. And the other problem is right now when agents are firing people, they're probably wishing they had better notes because man, I mean, like some people are just suing for the sake of suing and, and you're probably going to win the lawsuit, but it's going to be stressful. And that's the last thing you need as an agency owner. Not, I'm not, there's not a lot of lawsuits going on, but when it happens to you, it sucks. It definitely sucks. So, so uh, we, we built that and, um, and it's been great. You know, we have, I think over like 8,000 users on that system now. And so it's been, it's been great. I was really shocked to see how many users we have, but we have quite a bit. And uh, we, we, we do plan on expanding that, that product and, and um, not as much as agencies in build. Not the same vision we have with agencies. Let's say that in the future, it might be just agency Zoom is what might happen as an FYI. Oh. Yeah. Oh. What about well, it will be incorporated. It would be a tighter integration. Oh, I see. I gotcha. Much because before you move on, Jason, like I'll, I'll tell you, I have to vouch for it because I use agency HR and, you know, unfortunately people have to be let go. Right. And, and I have a, I mean, there was a case where, where something, you know, it's very easy for somebody to make it difficult for you by going to these websites, the department of labor, you know, and just, just hassle you. And I mean, I had all my notes, like every single interaction is in there. And I'm like, here you go. Boop, just export it out. It's done. And it was awesome. freaking awesome. And it was like, Oh, yep. You didn't do anything wrong. I'm like, that's right. Awesome. So yeah, I mean, it, it, it really made it easy. So, awesome. and if you can save a, even five minutes, it's a huge Dude, deal. But like, I would have been scrambling and trying to figure out and look for this spreadsheet somewhere. And, you know, I mean, it was like there. Yeah. Whew. So, cool, man. Yeah. yeah. Save That's more than awesome. five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Recruit Zoom. Recruit? No, we're not going to be a recruiting. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's a, there's probably a lot of money in that, but we have no interest in that. Uh, yeah. That's a, just a, such a big pain point for agencies. And you, you guys all know my saying, like the whole, that I stole from somebody else, the recruit, train, motivate, make it rain. You just got yes. always recruiting. And um, with my business, it's the same thing. With an RN, I'm always trying to recruit customer service reps because uh, it's that hostage thing, man. It's just so, it sucks. It sucks to be held hostage. And uh, that's not a position you ever want to find yourself in. 
So yeah, but Eric Brown. Gave, we'll never gave it. recruiting. <laughs> yeah. So Eric Brown gave us that piece of yeah. advice. That was the the nugget he gave us at the end of the episode. Um, go into that a little bit. Like, like, how did you come up with that? And like, how did you implement that? Yeah. So in full disclosure, I definitely didn't come up with that. <laughs> Just like I haven't come up with anything in my life. I'm a, I'm a great at uh, taking stuff people have and, and saying it while I'm smiling. So it sounds good. <laughs> No, let me, let me tell you how I came up with that. I have a really good friend of mine. His name is Daniel Sa. He is he owns a mortgage company here in Columbus, Ohio. And it's he's one of, he, I think he's the number one or number two loan officer in, in Ohio. Closes an insane amount of loans. He operates it the exact same way as an insurance agency where he is the EA essentially. And he has producers underneath him, but everything goes on to his thing. And, uh, and what he does that's very unique in the mortgage game is he speaks to no individual customer, but he has the best customer service because he has his team that does that. Who he considers his customer is realtors, right? And builders, people that can give him a lot of customers and residually giving customers. Because in the mortgage, the great thing about our business is you get paid three ways, right? You get paid up front, you own your book, and you get residual. Well, he owns his company. And he get paid up front, but there's no residual except the relationships that he has. Mm. So, so um, we're, I, I, we're always constantly bouncing ideas off of each other. And I, he's actually going to be um, featured in one of our blogs here soon. Um, but what I was talking to him about was like, how do you build that relationship? And he's like, I do it the exact same way I do with my staff. I always recruiting. So he's always recruiting for um, realtors to, to have a relationship with, to foster. And so he's a part of this mentoring group called The Core. I don't know, have you guys ever heard of that? No. Hmm. There's actually a top loan officer in your neck of the woods, Craig, actually. There's probably one in yours as well, but I know one there. But The Core is basically the who's who of the mortgage game. So it's a mentoring group where you have um, these awesome coaches um, and people are paying significant money to be in this group. I'm talking like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars a month. And if you're late to a meeting, you pay like thousand dollar fine, like significant money. But in return, they're making a, a lot if they stick to the processes. So kind of very similar to agency ball. Like you get what you, 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 you put into it. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. and, and so, um, these guys coined that phrase recruit, train, motivate, make it rain. So they apply it to hiring your staff and developing your team, but to also developing your business. So you always start with recruiting. And their philosophy is you spend at least two hours every single day recruiting. So if you're in an agency, for example, that means you are recruiting salespeople, CSR, office managers, or whatever need you need today and what need you don't need, but you will need in the future. So you're just constantly recruiting and building relationships with people. Then finally, when you hire somebody, you got to train those people that you spent all that time recruiting. So you spent all that time recruiting, and now you got to put in time training them into making you, making them little mini yous, right? And then once you train them, you got to keep them motivated because the reality is they're going to get burned out, period. And, and if you're not a good motivator, you're not a good business owner, in my opinion. And I think you guys, you guys kind of buy into that same thing. 
and then you just make it rain on them, right? They're, I mean, if they're if they're well trained, they're they're happy. It should be raining in the office. You know, everybody should be living life. And, and by rain, maybe that's money for some people. Maybe that's a life lifestyle balance between work. I don't know what it is. Different people have their rain points, and that kind of falls into the motivation. So I literally took that from them. I thought it was the best thing, and it just it was so easy for me to understand. And uh, it, it it works. It works for every business. It's good but, to have that clarity. Yeah, but uh, but but, it's, but the reality is, it's so easy to skip step one, and then guess what? Put the handcuffs on. You're going to be held hostage. You're going to be held hostage if you're not a good recruiter. You can't get to the results you want with or without agency Zoom. We're going to help you, but we ain't going to get you there if you're not a good recruiter. I I can promise you that. What? Um. So we've been talking to a lot of different size agency owners. Um, yeah. What advice would you have for somebody that's maybe smaller? They're like, oh, you know, I only have maybe a couple producers. And what do you think it takes to get to that next level, the mega agency ownership? And how, how would you, from everything you've been through and seen and everything, how would you take it from that, that that person, what do they always say? We don't, we're not making enough money. Yeah. You know, uh, they're, they're waiting for the money to grow. But that's a, that's a deep, deep question. Good question. Okay. So if you're a really small agency and you're looking to get to the next level, you better be sure that the people you have in your agency are the right people. Mm. And there I have this saying, and people don't like this saying. And it's again, it's not a saying I stole or, or made up. I definitely took it. But the people you start with ain't going to be the people you finish with. So, so, so those they got to be the right people and they may or may not be there at the end. They, they're not going to be there at the end. So you got to have that understanding. So I think what you have to have you, to get to the next level is number one, passion. You better be ultra passionate. So when you just said, I don't have enough money, like that's an excuse or I don't something, this or that, you're already done. You, you, you're toast already. You have to have world-class passion because to get to the next step in the situation you're in, for example, an agency that's one to $2 million and you're, and you're done, maybe you're out of ECP or whatever, you're in a tough situation, real tough situation. And to get to 3 million is not easy, but it's much easier to get from three to four and it's way easier to get from four to five. I can guarantee you that. So, so what are you willing to do? It, but it's not impossible. So step one, you gotta have passion. Step two, you gotta have a standard, a, a standard in your office. A, essentially, and that standard has to be set by one of those people because you are ultimately gonna scale this agency, right? Mm -hmm. So ultimately, you're not just gonna have two people, you're gonna have three. And one of those two people at least is gonna be a part of it when you have three people, right? They may not be there in the very end, but they're gonna be a part of the growth. So there has to be somebody that is adopting the standards that you will have in the future. You got to have that, that, that person. So it kind of ties back into the first thing, which you got the right people, but passion and people. And man, if you have all, if you have both of those, how can you not go to your bank account, take out every single dollar you have confidently put it into your business and say, it's going to work. Cause if you have the passion and you got the people, it's going to work. Let me tell you a story 
can, if you don't mind, as you can see, I like to talk a lot, right? <laughs> we love it. Sorry about this. It's Scott, Scott, Scott's going to be upset. About, I don't know. I hope he doesn't get upset about this. <laughs> we, 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 we are going to start getting into marketing. We finally hired a digital marketing specialist. Okay? His name is Scott. He just, he's a newest member of our team. And so he's kind of developing this like blog for us to help with like SEO and, and brand. And he's looking at our blog and he's like, there's no brand identity here. And he's, it's really upsetting for him, right? It doesn't mean shit to me because I don't know anything about it. So I'm like, okay, come back to me and tell me what you're thinking. So he's like, I'm going to, what we need to do is we need to establish a persona. We need to build a brand specifically for this blog. I'm not talking to agency Zoom. I'm like, okay, what are you talking about? So he's like, I'll get back to you. So he comes back and he's like, I got it, man. I got the persona. I'm like, all right, tell me. He's like, okay, so what we have here is we have agent A. And we have Asian Z and they're kind of like men in black. Like think of it like that where they're like these detectives and we're going to do this agent for agents. That's what it's going to be called. Agents for agents blog. And you, you're, these detectives are going to go looking for these agents and they're going to be interviewing them and discovering their top secrets and releasing it to the public. Uh, and it, to me, it sounded like a comic book and I'm like, I'm not understanding how like, I just think it's corny and I'm like, okay, like I'm in the back of my head. I'm thinking this is not going to work, but I didn't tell him that of course, because the dude was so, he is so passionate. And here's what I told him. I said, listen, man, um, I don't know about this, but here's what I know. You're passionate. And I know that you can have the best idea in the world. And if you're not passionate about it, it's, it's the road to nowhere. You can have the worst idea in the world, and be passionate about it and kick ass. So you handle your business, go with it, man, and just run with it. And he delivered the first draft. I think it's freaking awesome. Like with the, the imaging and all that and the branding, I think it's so cool what he came up with. And it all makes sense to me now. And it's just passion. It just means so, so much to me. It's got me to where, to where I uh, am. And I've just seen people who are not passionate, um, I don't know, just they get stuck in certain places in their life. Yeah, it's true. That's awesome. And it, and it really touches on something. I don't know if you know who Bobby Stocks is, but he was on the show a couple episodes previously uh -huh. and talked about how, you know, you have to have passionate people. He didn't use the word passionate, but he said smart people and good people in each different piece of the business, you know, whether it's finance, marketing, all the different spots, because you're not going to be good or passionate about every single one of them to, you know, case in point with you, you're like, I don't give a shit about this blog. I know it needs to be done. Right. You just gave it to him. Right. And, and giving that trust away to him where he can just take the ball and run with it. And then you see the final result. You're like, wow, that's actually pretty freaking awesome. Right. I great. Right. For sure. That's not Love a question, it. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> All right, boys, I got I to gotta tell you this. Yeah. So I, I have a hard cutoff in 11 minutes that I have to run. So I want to definitely showcase something that we're uh, – I'm being a little selfish here, but I also want to uh, announce or showcase something that we're coming out with soon. Uh, we want it. Drum, should we do drums? <laughs> I, yeah. So um, I'll share my screen here in a second. Now, this is not going to be out for the Allstate agent users. So sorry, guys, but because – <laughs> unless we figure out some kind of way to do it but it's not uh that's not the intent in the beginning but what it is is a net promoter score 
Okay. So um, previously oh, we yeah. talked about this and, and, and you guys weren't even aware of what it is, but let me just kind of um, touch base on this. So right now what's happening is we have a thousand customers at our agency, for example, and every month we're selling 50 new ones. And what we're doing is we are engaging with those customers the exact same way. Even though the reality is, is number one, they don't want to be engaged the same way, right? Mm. Number two, some people love your agency. Some people could give a shit less and some people just really bought a policy and they don't want to hear from you at all. Coming back to the first point, which says, although we want everybody to be treated with this trusted advisor mentality, not everybody's there yet, right? People want to be engaged differently. So what the net promoter concept is about is, is discovering who your customers are and how they like to be engaged and how much they really like your agency, to be quite honest with you. That's the main part of it. And then based on how they score, we engage with them in particular ways. So let me give you a perfect example. If we discover that somebody loves your agency, well, then they are a perfect customer to ask for a Google review from and to ask for a referral from in an automated way, right? Because we know that if we direct someone that loves your agency to your Google review page, they're probably going to give you a five star. But what if we direct somebody that doesn't like your page or your agency to your Google review? They're going to give you a, a one star and that's not good. Or they're just not going to open it. And so we have to engage with these people differently. So we, we're going to be releasing this, and there's not really a lot of this going on in the insurance industry yet, but it's coming up. There's this net promoter concept. So let me show you the dashboard. And this is just the dashboard design. Oh, shit. Am I going to be able to sell it? Hold on. Uh, why can I not share that screen image? You're going to have to edit this part out, man. Hold on. I locked it down. All right, hold on, hold on. Well, usually in these spots, Craig likes to bust out in song and dance. So, intermission. Go. All right. (laughs) Watch the, subscribe and like the YouTube channel. Turn on notifications. (laughs) See the dance. There you go, yeah. All right. Uh, I have to, I had it up just as an image, but now I'm just going to open it up in my, in my, um, Dropbox folders. I wonder if enough Allstate agents sent emails to corporate and talk to their fsls if this is something that could be implemented oh here we go all right we got it i got it. i got it up. okay can you guys see this yes okay cool so analytics this, yeah this is this is uh this is this is it's not it's basically the final draft but there's a little tweak that we made that is not on here so this is kind of our net promoter dashboard so essentially what we're going to be finding out is who are your customers right And then we're going to segment out those customers into three categories. We're going to call them promoters, passives, and detractors. That's the market set words. I hate those words. Detractors sound like they came from North Korea or something like that. (laughs) It's like, so so anyways, so, um, and then we're going to give you your agency score. And basically, so for in this example, the agency's overall promotion score is 9.1, which would be really kick-ass, to be quite frank. That's a really, really good NPS score. And we're going to break that NPS score down for every single person in the agency that should have an NPS score. 
So just like our uh, score dashboard or our sales dashboard where, you know, you get the God view as an agency owner, each person is going to get their own view so they can understand where they can improve, which customers like them, why their customers like them, why their customers don't like them, how those engagements are working, et cetera. So um, this is an example. And then you're going to be able to see your NPS score, how it's operating over time. You're going to be able to see results from the NPS surveys so that you can make adjustments in your business. Really great feedback from your customers at the right time. And ultimately, the most important part about this is not only are you um, getting your NPS score, which, by the way, you will be able to tie into compensation as well. So you'll be able to give bonuses for getting oh, X yeah. number of promoters back per month. If your NPS score is over nine or eight, you're going to get a, you know, you'll be able to tie this in the compensation. So incentive as well. But the most important part is the data around it. We're going to be able to, we have another concept coming out called cadences. I don't want to get too far. Do you guys understand what cadences are? No. Okay. Google, Google sales cadence. So cadence is not a word that's used in the insurance industry. We are going to be bringing that. And that is going to be a game-changing experience, I think. But um, anyways, so uh, we'll be able to tie this into cadences. And ultimately what that, an easy way to understand it is customer, automated customer engagements um, to create cross-sell opportunities, to create mm -hmm. referral opportunities, to get these people over here who don't like you to over here, to make them love you. And we're going to engage with them in a way that fits their current profile or their persona because they definitely have a persona. And the reality is some people in your agency are always going to stay here. Not everybody's going to love your agency. That's okay as long as they keep buying a policy from you, right? But yeah. <laughs> a lot of people are going to love your agency and we're going to make and we're going to help your agency move most of your people into this in a very automated way through cadences and customer engagement uh, as well. And ultimately, the more people you have in here, mm -hmm. the more revenue you have, the more profitable you are and the bigger your book is. So it, it, it needs this. This is the start this is of something really, really, really big, actually. Dude, so, this is huge. Yeah. The cadence thing is going to be cool too. I'm, I'm really excited about the cadence thing. That one is going to be a, I had a fight with my uh, founders. They're like, dude, no one's going to understand what it is. And I'm like, that's the best part because it's going to come to the insurance industry. Let's be that trend center. Let's be the first people to do it. So we're, we're, we're going to be ahead of the game with that one for sure. That's awesome. Is there any chance that this is coming to Allstate? Any chance? Uh, slim to none. <laughs> so you're saying unless, there's a chance unless, unless the only way that I could see it happening is if we were integrated with the email server so if we were directly integrated with the email server or e-agent which we are do you, do you guys know what Vertifor is by chance mm. so Vertifor is like they own a bunch of management systems like QQ Catalyst and AMS360 basically they are the biggest player in the game for management systems on the independent side them and Applied, I guess Applied is there too. But we are one of the seven API partners. So we're going to have direct integration with them. So all of this stuff that you're seeing, you do nothing at all. 
And how awesome would that be to happen on the Allstate side as well? But I don't want to, like, we're not looking to rock that shit, to be quite honest with you. we got a good thing going on. And, I and, thought yeah, I thought E-Agent has an a- API and you guys could somehow. It, that would be great. And if that exists, I don't know about it. You know, as, as we develop and continue this relationship, um, you know, uh, maybe. But I, I, I would say slim to none right now. Slim to Let's none. push real hard. But there might be a way, you know, like there might be a way for maybe they maybe they look at it and say, let's build it into the system. And that's okay with us. That's totally fine with us as well. I don't know, you know, but um, yep. just understanding this concept is just understanding that your customers are not all the same. It's a simple concept, but maybe it'll get people to say, okay, let's not just send out a mass email to everybody who only has an auto policy right? <laughs> our agency. That's not the right thing to do. It's not. No thing to do what's the right thing to do is figure out who loves our agency and those people that only have an auto policy let's do that and and i think with all if i was an all state agency owner still i would literally have like a field in agent can't you make those sticky fields and mm. i would literally have a field that's like three categories like love hate or something or maybe four and every time the customer service picks up i would just have like what was your impression of that phone call you know boom put it in there you know, what was your, trust me, your customer service people are going to give you feedback. That guy hates me. He's a dickhead. Oh, he loves me. You know, they love giving <laughs> feedback. So um, there's a way you can do this on your own. It's just not as long. Dude, that's awesome, man. That is amazingly huge. It, it would be amazing to know the health of your agency in that simple right. of a dashboard. Awesome. So let me, um, let me stop sharing this. And then, like I said, Guys, I hate to do this, but I got to jump out of here. I got something Sounds I got good. to, to You're going back to Old Navy. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I can't handle the emails anymore. <laughs> they need this system. Old Navy needs this because you're right now over on the far right box. You're damn right. That's to move you over. That's an exact point. What they should be doing is instead of sending me an advertisement twice a day, they should be sending me stuff on what separates them from everybody else, you know, I don't know, cool stuff that makes them love me. Because I'm not loving them. That's for damn sure. <laughs> totally All right, you so much, dude, man. Super, super duper fun. I insist that you guys invite me on here again. <laughs> we yeah. owe you. I got, lot, I got a lot of questions for you guys, and we didn't get to do it this time. We, and I want to pick your guys' brain and, and reverse this role sometimes and, and, and ask you guys some questions as well. So, and we'll definitely, um, I want to invite you guys. I'm going to, I'll have um, Scott get a hold of you guys to get you on our blog series as well. And, and, and this next series we come out with, we'll, we'll get you guys on there. And um, not only insurance news, but agency call as well. I think you guys can add some that. Uh, feedback to that. So uh, look for an email from Scott. And right. listen to this because I was talking about this. <laughs> right. Thank you, buddy. All right, guys. Take care. Thank you so much, dude. Yeah. <laughs> Your Insurance Dudes podcast is sponsored by Agency Vault, an industry leader in agency coaching, hiring and retaining top talent, and sales training with the seven step trusted advisor sales framework. Are you up for the challenge? For $99, you'll get 28 days of access and an opportunity to join our private platinum coaching group. For more information, navigate to www.agencyvault.com. Hey, thanks for checking out the insurance dudes. Hey, please subscribe. We got some really great stuff coming out.